0: Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing tonight? Episode number 175, Drink It Till You Podcast, the only podcast that lasts until the last drop. Happy Memorial Day weekend to you. It's Sunday. How, How much have you been boozing already? I'll tell you what, man, on my way to work Friday, there was zero traffic. And I know the reason is because everybody took off of work. So you could start boozing early, grilling out, you know, marinating the chicken, uh, you got to go to the store, buy all the shit so you can have everybody over. Uh, hopefully, you're having a good one. Hopefully, you're being safe out there, as safe as possible. And I'm not talking about wearing a rubber. <laughs> Don't drink and drive, get an Uber, get a lift. I mean, maybe you should wear a rubber. You may, uh, maybe that person is questionable. Or maybe you should force that dude to wear the rubber. Anyways, um, I am drinking tonight my Sailor Jerry Dark Rum with my Blue Chair Bay Clear Rum. With this uh, juice we just found at the store the other day, and I'm I'm highly addicted to it. I'm sure it has high fructose corn syrup in it. Uh, it's raspberry cranberry. I thought about doing a shot of Malibu, but I didn't. And hopefully it tastes good. I don't know. I'm kind of worried about it now. I didn't measure anything out. I just started dumping it in the cup, uh, and I filled it the rest of the way. So if you got them, drink them. Bottoms up. Cheers, everybody. First review uh, tastes like shit, no, it's actually pretty good, it's not too bad, I could have lightened up on the, uh, on the dark run there a little bit, but, uh, it's still gonna do the trick, right, so I'm so excited, man, I'm so excited, uh, to talk NHL, uh, playoffs, dude, I am shooting 87.5%, I did the math today, out of the teams I pick, I just need one more to get the 100% for the first round, which doesn't mean anything, Chris, did you win any money if you got it right? No. No, I don't win any money. Uh, do you get to go on a cruise? No, there's no no cruise involved. I just picked for bragging rights. And it just so happens that I record my voice every week, so you know I'm not full of shit. You can go back and check the other episodes. Uh, so we're looking at the second round right now. Um, Colorado beating the hell out of the Vegas Golden Knights. Six to one. Um, and I know earlier today, uh, Carolina lost to Tampa Bay and Carolina, if you don't know, is my pick to win the Stanley cup this year. I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't know how they're going to make it through Tampa Bay and, and Vazilevsky that dude, that guy is just every time he plays, this is how, you know, there's a good player. If you don't know sports, but you know, social media, every time Vajilevsky is trending, uh, that means he's having a hell of a game. He's just a hell of a player, man. Um, I, I know I just, you know, stroke his ego every time I talk about him, but he's just that damn good. And it drives me crazy a little bit cause he's not on my team, but, uh, it's still amazing to see, you know, you look back in the day, Patrick Waugh, Dominic Hoshik, uh, you know, the big ones, uh, Brodor. you know, it just seems like those kind of, those caliber goaltender. Oh, Eddie, the Eagle, Jesus Christ. I forgot my own guy. Played mostly in Chicago, but it just seems like those guys don't come around very often. And it seems like Vazilevsky is that guy. He is that damn good. Uh, so you got Boston and the Islanders playing this next round. Uh, dude, I have to ask here for any of you hockey nerds. Why why is the Canadian division so behind everybody else? Like every other team has moved on. You know, except for the Canadian division, when, when the playoffs first started, it was like all the Canadian teams were two, three days behind everything else. I'm wondering why that is. Um, I have a conspiracy. Do you want to hear it? No? Well, you're going to hear it anyway. Um, my conspiracy is that the NHL wants a Canadian team to win the Stanley Cup so bad, since it hasn't happened in so many years, uh, that they're just trying to uh, find the best matchups. You know what I mean? The refs are doing the equivalent to what the NBA refs were doing. You know, they're kind of holding back, kind of helping the team out. Uh, who was the ref that got fired this season for saying he was going to help the Nashville Predators? Or no, no, he was going to get the Nashville Predators on a call. You know, this shit happens all the time. This this dummy just happened to have his microphone turned on, so it it, it turned out bad for him. But I really think that's it. I, that's my conspiracy theory, is they're kind of holding back. They're going to see out of the Canadians and and the Maple Leafs um <clears throat> who's going to win this game who has the best chance to uh you know win the whole thing that's that's my little conspiracy NHL conspiracy theory it probably doesn't make any sense but you could do it that way if you wanted to you know let's say um i mean i guess none of the other series are finalized but let you know take the handful of teams you got left if so-and-so had to play Tampa Bay or Carolina or Boston or the Islanders or the Avalanche, uh, actually, it doesn't work that way. You only have two teams to work uh, to go against. It's either the Avalanche or the Golden Knights. So who's the better pick? Who has the better season record? Um, do one of these teams have a better season record than the Golden Knights and the Avalanche? I don't know. That's a great question. You should do more research before spouting off conspiracy theories. Um, So anyways, you just got uh, the Winnipeg Jets just waiting in limbo to see what's going to happen game seven against Toronto and and the Canadians. You guys already know, this is my one pick I have left for the first round. I I went Montreal. I'm sorry, I didn't go Montreal. I went uh, the Maple Leafs. Um, So I I think they're really going to pull this thing off. So let's go ahead and do um, the next round picks. I'm going to go ahead and assume the Maple Leafs are making it to the next round. So, out of the, and it doesn't matter. Because out of the Maple Leafs Jets series, which I'm assuming, uh, I'm going Jets all the way. Um, out of the Avalanche uh, Vegas Golden Knight series, I'm going Avalanche. And no, it doesn't have anything to do with the fact that they're already up 6-1, uh, to one, game 1. That doesn't have anything to do with it, dude. I've been watching Colorado. Just being a Dallas Stars fan. I've been watching Colorado uh my whole, you know, NHL watching career, dude. They're they're just always in the way. They're always a tough competitor. Back in the day, Joe Sackett, Peter Forsberg, good lord. Patrick Waugh and goal. Like, how do you it's it's just amazing that we won a Stanley Cup, and and that's one of the teams we beat. Um so, yeah, uh, I, I'm not just going Avalanche because they're up in game one. It's more than just a game. Uh, it's more than just one game, as you guys know. So I'm going Colorado. I'm going Winnipeg. I'm going New York Islanders over the Boston effing Bruins. Uh, the Bruins just aren't the same, man. Like, I I, I know they have a good team, and it, it takes a pretty damn good team to take out Washington, Ovechkin, and and the Capitals. Uh but I just don't think they're the same, you know. They they had a game plan back with Lucic, you know, uh, which, I mean, Lucic is basically a, a fucking goon, you know. Like, But that has something to do with it. People don't realize that has a lot to do with it, man. If, if your head's on a swivel when you're out on the ice, you're not paying attention to that puck as much. You know, you don't want to get fucking sidelined. You know what I mean? And obviously, uh, the last series... Uh, Tampa Bay, <clears throat> Carolina Hurricanes. I am pulling for the Hurricanes, even though they're down a game. But like I said, uh, it takes more than just a game to win a series. You got to win four. Uh, so they'll learn from. And it wasn't a bad loss either. It was a two to one loss earlier today. Um, so uh, let's take another drink. Cheers to all my teams. Hopefully, I get hundred percent the first round, hundred percent the second round. We'll see. Cheers. And basketball news, I am scoreboard watching. Right now, as I'm doing the podcast, I got my Mavericks game four, uh, score up It's second quarter, a minute 38 left. The Mavericks are losing 57 to 40. Luka Doncic, something happened with Luka, some kind of injury, and he's playing through it today, uh, which is, uh, in the NBA, almost unheard of, right? You just get the, uh, the little, uh, the smallest, you know, injury, <clears throat> And it just seems like the guys are out, which is understandable, you know. For you're paying a guy multi-million dollars, you're not going to let his ankle fuck up his career. That makes sense, you know. Um, and I was just bragging a couple of weeks ago on, you know, how how much tougher NBA players are than, than they're given credit for. Now, I know the fouls and shit, you know, they're, they're weak-ass fouls. But I'm just saying, being 7'5 and 230 pounds, jumping up and down, running up and down a court, spat on your knees, bat on your ankles... Probably bad on your heart being that big, right? Um, So, yeah, my Mavericks are down. They're, they're not playing so well right now. Down by 17 going into the half. That's not good. That's unheard of so far in the series. I think up until last game, um, we had led most of the series, you know, in points. I don't think they ever caught it. They were three points behind here, one point behind there. You know, maybe they caught a lead, but it it didn't last very long, so... Uh, we'll see what's going to happen. Uh, hopefully my, uh, my Mavericks can pull it off. I am not bold enough to make NBA predictions, just so you know, NBA is my least watched sport, but now that it's playoff time, you know, I kind of jump on the bandwagon here. So, um, anyways, um, dude, I have not done shit. I have not done shit for Memorial day, dude. This is my first amount of booze I'm having. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not doing things right now. And, and I know what it is. my body's just adjusting. I've been more sore than I've been, uh, this past couple of weeks than I have been in a while. I feel like just from working, you know, it's like, I, I take a little time off and my body just loses all conditioning. So then I go back to work and I, dude, I'm, I'm not even kidding. I'm limping around like an old man in my apartment, you know, just like getting up, just you know, the groan, the old man groaning, you got to get up off the couch and you just, uh, I'm doing that too often (laughs) to be 35 years old. You know what I mean? Like that's too much. Why am I so beat up? Why is my body beat to shit right now? I guess it's just conditioning. That's all I can figure. You know, I haven't been working out. Like I said, during the winter time, fall and winter, I took a little time off of work. So that didn't help. Eating Twinkies and ho hos, and you know, you put on a, a couple extra pounds, and it's it's not good, you know. And I'm I'm feeling the effects. <laughs> I'm the equivalent at five ten of an NBA player running up and down a court, <laughs> jumping up and down, bad knees, bad ankles, sore back. You know, it it really does feel like I just played a full NHL game. You know, g- getting checked into the boards, having to you know slap shot, having to block shots you know, checking other people into the boards. Uh, you know, i I just feel beat up right now, man. And it's funny how my daughter is looking at me getting up off the couch, making those noise. She just stared at me today. You know, I was like getting up off the couch and I was like, yeah, doing the old man noise. And she's just like, I can see it in her eyes. You know, even at such a early age, she's like, is this motherfucker? Okay. Is he going to be okay? Is he going to make it? Is he going to see my 10th birthday? Are we going to have to wheel him to my 10th birthday? Like what the hell is going on with this guy? Just the look on her face, jaw dropping. She's just like strangely looking at me, uh, which is pretty. I got to cut it out with the British TV shows with her too, <laughs> by the way. She's like Madonna. You know, when, do you guys remember that when Madonna came back from England uh, and she thought she was British she was like speaking like she was British. It's like, bitch, you're American. Stop doing that. I don't believe in that shit. I believe in learning, you know, if you go to Mexico for six months, learning the language a little bit, but I don't believe you come back talking, you know, English and in a Hispanic accent all of a sudden. I think that's just so fake. I remember her doing an interview and I was like, I didn't know she was British. And it turns out she's not. She's not British at all. She just developed this habit. That's the same thing. And what are we watching? We're watching like Pocoyo and uh and bluey which bluey's australian uh but it's sort of the same thing you know uh it's it's still got that that same kind of i i have to find out madonna's not british is she is madonna british Madonna Louise Ciccone. I had no idea that was her full name. August 16th, 1958. American singer-songwriter. She adopted that. Oh, God, that's so cringy. You can't just go somewhere and be like, oh, yeah, I speak the language now. That's how it is. It's how I roll. No, you're still American. You can't do that. Um, But I do see the... Inv- I mean, my daughter is so young. Like, that's it's different than a grown-ass adult doing it. You know, <laughs> like I was, I was patting my daughter to sleep the other day and you know, she just has her eyes closed in her crib and she's had a bath, you know, we do lotion on her, which by the way, it's honestly miraculous that I put lotion on my daughter. I don't even lotion myself. That's true love right there. I don't lotion any part of my fucking body ever. I think it feels gross. I hate it. You know, I, yeah, sure. I'm ashy from time to time, but I, I, I don't like it. I don't like, it feels like another skin on top of your skin. And that's disgusting to me. I cannot stand that feeling. Dude, when we were, I was creeped out when she was sick. We were doing the Vicks VapoRub on the bottom of her feet and then putting socks on her. I'm just like, this seems like torture. This is like child abuse on the, on the verge of child. That's what a weird, ugh. This fucking, well, it's not petroleum, but it's this jelly on the bottom of her feet with socks over it. That can't feel good. I, oh man, I don't think I ever let my mom do that to me. I was just like, put it under my nose, which sucks, put it on my chest, but not my feet. And I think she'd sneak in there anyway and do it after I passed out. But you know, it's, it's just miraculous. I was just thinking about this the other day. It's from miraculous that she gets any lotion at all. (laughs) Her skin's hydrated at all. But I, you know, I don't even do it to myself. So, uh, anyways, so she's laying in bed and I'm patting her on the back and, you know, she's just kind of cooing or whatever you call it and just kind of making noises. And she's had her bath; She's all clean. She's got a full belly. She ate dinner. You know, her eyes are just closed and she's kind of faced towards me and I'm leaned over the crib. You know, my, like I said, my back's hurting, so I'm using the crib as support. Um, I'm just patting her back. You know, they say you're supposed to do a heartbeat. Bump bump. Bump bump. Bump bump. Bump bump. And it, it soothes them. You know, it makes them feel like they're in mom's tummy and it helps them go to sleep. So I'm doing that and her eyes are closed. And this is the moment I realized I'm letting her watch too many British kids' TV shows because with her eyes closed, she just goes, daddy. <laughs> And she did it a couple of times. I busted out laughing. Her eyes, you know, come open. And I'm just like, fuck, I just ruined this whole thing. And then I, you know, I kind of soothe her back away after I can stop laughing. And then she does it again. She's just with her eyes closed. I didn't laugh as hard this, the next time because I knew it was coming. I was just like, is it going to happen again? Is she going to do it again? So I'm patting her back again, doing the heartbeat. Boom, 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 boom. And with her eyes closed, she does it again. da. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, dude. All right, we got to get some good. We got to get some good old fashioned American shows here, man. Is Bonanza? She needs to see some Bonanza, some Barney. Uh, I can't think of any other American children TV shows. Um, all all the all of the American TV shows. It's all of them except for like two or three that you just named. I swear, there's another one on the list that I can't think of. Anyways, let's go ahead and take another drink. I'm feeling like doing some drink recommendations. Uh, if you got them drinking, bottoms up! Cheers, everybody! All right, ba-ba-da, 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 ba-ba-da. Um, I was gonna do Memorial Day uh, cocktails, but I have changed my mind now. I-, I forgot. I had this in my notes the other day. Somebody was talking about ranch water. This is a new thing going around and at first I'm like ranch water. I've heard of ranch pickles, like people are doing this. Now they're taking one of those dry ranch packets and they're, they're dumping it in a jar of pickles and they're letting it sit overnight, you know, probably shaking it up. And then you have these ranch pickles, which actually makes a lot of sense. It sounds kind of weird at first. I don't even want to know what that, that pickle juice looks like. It probably looks like a cement mixer. Um, but, you know, it's it's like I love going and getting like uh, as an appetizer, like fried pickles, you know, and you dip them in ranch, of course. Um, so it kind of makes sense. But this is not the same thing, apparently. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, so let's see what the ranch water is. This is ranch water three different ways. There's a Texas ranch water. Uh, there's one titled West Texas Ranch Water. And there's just one titled Ranch Water. So we'll see what this is all about. This is from southernliving.com, boy! Uh, So what you're going to need, three ounces Blanco tequila, uh, one and a half ounce fresh lime juice, one Topo Chico chilled, and a fresh lime wedge for garnish. It's super easy to make. How many steps does this have here? Two steps. Uh, Using a highball glass, really whatever glass you have on hand, fill with ice, add tequila and fresh lime juice, top with Topo Chico, add fresh lime wedge to the rim of the glass and enjoy. What's the second step say? Uh, The amounts of tequila and lime juice can be, have to fit a smaller cocktail glass or to be less boozy in general. Who wants less boozy? I get, you know. I guess if you got to stay under the legal limit that makes sense. But uh anyways, uh that's the first one. That's the uh that's the Texas Ranch Water boy. Uh pretty easy. You don't have to be a bartender to make that, right? That's that's pretty damn easy. Uh that's from southernliving.com. Uh the next one is just titled Ranch Water. We'll see if this is any different. Like I said last episode, I love to take one cocktail and just turn it into, you know, just variations on that co- uh, on that cocktail that um Colorado bulldog, you know, like a, a white russian all that stuff, that's pretty fun to me. Uh this is from a couplecooks.com. Uh we'll see what's so different about their ranch water. R- what what is ranch water and why is it called that? That's a great question I want to know. Ranch water is tequila is a tequila highball cocktail that hails from West Texas. No one knows exactly how it came to be, or even how it got the name. Some people say a Texas rancher invented it in the 1960s. Whatever the case, ranch water was a word-of-mouth drink until around 2010, when bartenders in Texas started adding it to their menus. Uh, that was a period there. I don't know why I read it that way. And this is very basic. This is there, there's no proportions on this one. That just says tequila. Lime juice, Topo Chico, mineral water. That's it. If you can't figure it out, then f you. Oh, here it is. Uh, place two shots of tequila in a glass. Uh, mix in the juice of one lime. Fill the glass with ice and top it off with Topo Chico. Um, that's pretty damn simple. I don't see much difference in the in that, the first one and the second one. Oh my God! Avalanche up seven to one. They're just crushing them. Three minutes and forty seconds left in the in the in the third period. Uh dude, if 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 Vegas can pull, pull out a comeback in 340, it'd be the most epic thing ever. It's not going to happen, but um <clears throat> you know, they might as well just save their energy for the next game. We lost this one, guys. Uh it is what it is. Uh that second recommendation, a couplecooks.com. Uh thank you for that. West Texas cocktail, West Texas ranch water. Um I mean, I love it because it's so basic, you know? Like I said, you don't have to be a bartender. I mean, you don't have to be a bartender to mix drinks in general, do you? You just get all the shit you like and you throw it in a cup and you go, hey, I like that, or hey, I don't. Here's an idea for you. I used to do this with my friends when I, <clears throat> when I was actually bartending. I used to have a couple of friends over, two, three friends over, and I would just try different things on them. My favorite thing to do was... um I would do a shot. I would do a shot version of whatever cocktail I was trying to make. If it was a margarita, it'd be in a shot glass. If it was a fucking uh, white Russian, it'd be in a shot glass. Just many versions. And I was very meticulous about it, too. I broke it down. Like, if you're telling me to use one and a half ounces, I was breaking it down by what a shot glass was. What proportion would that be in a shot glass? Just so it turns out perfect. And everybody, you know, I might not have mixed the best drinks in the world. I will admit. But two or three in, everybody loved me. <laughs> you know? Who doesn't love someone just making you drinks, feeding you drinks all night? I mean, come on. Um, anyways, here's the third ranch water. Which, I mean, I'm looking at it. It doesn't seem that different. Um, you're going to need... Uh, did I already shout out the website? This is Sips nibblesbites.com it's an interesting dot com 2 ounces tequila, half lime juice 4 ounces Topo Chico uh, lime wedge for garnish here's how the hell you make it Uh, salt the rim of the Collins or highball glass fill with ice, add tequila and lime juice, top off with Topo Chico serve uh, with slices of lime in the remaining bottle of Topo Chico Uh, if you want to know if you're interested, they actually have nutrition facts. Now, here's something I've never understood. How do they know? Like, when you have a product and you have to put, like, a nutrition li- how do you figure out how many calories something is, you know? Um, so, it's 141 calories, uh, 1 gram of fat, 1 gram saturated fat, 1 milligram sodium, 4 carbs, uh one gram of fiber that must be uh is it the mineral water uh one gram of sugar, one gram of protein, vitamin c ten milligrams calcium eleven milligrams, iron one milligram that's actually i mean that's not great, but I've seen worse i've seen you know beer is one of those things there's just no nutritional value at least you're getting something. look at your vitamin c right there, twelve percent that's not bad your iron is 6% in a cocktail. That's not bad. Four or five of those and you're, <laughs> you're really pushing the iron, you know, you're going to get your daily amount. <clears throat> so that is sipsnibblesbites.com. Uh, those are the three drink recommendations. It was basically all just ranch water, which I just heard about the other day. They're saying 1960s, but I haven't heard about it uh, even when I was bartending, I haven't ever heard about this cocktail, which doesn't, you know, it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. It didn't exist back then. But, uh, uh, if, if you got them, drink them bottoms up as always, guys, don't drink and drive, get an Uber, get a lift. be safe out there. Cheers. All right. I got something to promote here, uh, for my band cashing in, dude, I am so excited, uh, to announce this show coming up. Uh, I didn't think it was going to happen, but it's happening And uh, thank you to my buddy Adam. Thank you endlessly for getting us on this show. I'm so excited. We're playing at Three Links in Deep Ellum with Speed Dealer and Reagan Era Rejects, uh, two punk bands that have been doing it for a while now. Uh, I'm I'm already calling it. I'm going to say the show is going to sell out. So if you're in the DFW area, you need to grab your tickets immediately. If you're not, if you plan on coming into the area, uh, around June 25th, since I didn't mention the, the date yet, uh, you should definitely go ahead and pre-order your tickets. It's going to be a big show, dude. I, I think, you know, I've played a lot of shows. I, I've played shows in Dallas since I was 15 years old. And I think this is probably going to be one of the biggest ones I've ever played. You know, plenty of house parties. I had a ton of people there that were good times you know, but I I really think this one is going to take the cake. I I, I really think it's going to sell out. So with that said, uh, get your tickets off of the three links website. Um, buy them as early as possible. You don't want to miss this. Uh, if you haven't met me before, come out and meet me, have have a drink with me. Uh, I'll buy you a shot. You buy me a shot, you know, uh, camaraderie. Um, so that's Friday, June twenty fifth at eight PM at Three Links Speed Dealer Reagan Era Rejects and cashing in. I believe we're the opening band. I would assume we're the opening band since we're the newest. Um, and I'm really fucking excited for it, man. I I love Three Links. I and I was kind of joking with my buddy the other day. I was like, I played Lagrange before, uh, but never Three Links. And that's kind of an inside uh, joke there. Uh, Lagrange eventually turned into what is Three Links now. Um, I knew the owner of LaGrange back in the day and she would just let us play there from time to time, which was really nice. I mean, they have one of the best sound systems around. I wish I could say for Gas Monkey what their sound system sounded like, but you guys know the deal with that show. It got canceled. Uh, but it's like they say, when one door closes, another one opens and, and this one opened, uh, wide up for us, man, Uh, wide open, wide up. That doesn't even make any sense. So super excited about that. Come out and see us, uh, June 25th, 8 PM Friday. Uh, you get the point, dude. I was watching, um, something on YouTube. It was the Joe Rogan podcast and they had, uh, <clears throat> I forget who the guy, Graham, what is his name? I keep wanting to say Billy Graham. That's not right. <laughs> That's insulting. Uh, Hancock, Graham Hancock. Thank you. Jesus Christ. And he was talking about and it's so funny that this popped up on my phone so last week I was talking about how I had this dream this very specific dream that we were in the Amazon and we were partying up in these tree houses built in this Amazon forest uh rainforest you know and there were just two rooms you could walk across this bridge and go party in either room they were playing different music blah 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 well obviously my phone's listening to me uh, because this Joe Rogan podcast popped up on my YouTube the next time I opened it. And it was all about the Amazon dude. And it was fucking fascinating, man. Uh, it was all about how they're starting to, uh, unfortunately they're starting to tear down parts of the Amazon and they're finding these amazing ruins that nobody's ever seen before. You know, nobody's ever gone that deep. Um, well, I can't say nobody. They said there was this one guy back in the day I don't, I want to say the sixties, that I could be wrong, but he was like, Hey man, you know, I've seen all these ancient ruins in the Amazon forest and nobody fucking believed them. They're like, no, you're full of shit. You're trying to, you know, write a book or whatever. They just dismissed him. And sure enough, they're starting to cut down parts of the Amazon rainforest. And, uh, dude, there was some kind of civilization there, man. And it was very sophisticated from what it sounds like. I just thought it was so fascinating, man. Uh, so, so go check that out. That's a recommendation, dude. I, I, I don't have much more information on that. Um, <clears throat> other than they're just finding ruins. I don't know what the ruins are. I don't know what they mean. I don't know if there were two treehouse bars out there. I don't know, but it's just crazy to think, you know, all, all the things that we think we know, all the technology we have, you know, sonar, radar, all that shit. And, you know, there's still so many undiscovered thing. You know, the ocean is a huge mystery. You know, we're trying to explore outer space and the ocean's a huge mystery. The the Amazon rainforest, apparently, you know, and they always talk about Atlantis. Don't, you know, I don't know if this is around the same area. I really don't know where they, they thought Atlantis was, but what if that was it? What if it was in the rainforest? You know, this sophisticated civilization where supposedly things were um, as close to perfect as you could get. You know, very technologically advanced. Oh, dude, it was just crazy, man. Just hearing this guy. And and this guy's coming from the theory of, like, the earth has been, has died and been reborn so many different times throughout history. And we don't even realize it, which is a cool thought. You know, I, I know this gets into, you know, religious beliefs. And no, the earth's only this many years old because Jesus, you know, all that stuff. But it's just cool to entertain the thought. You know what I mean? That's what I like. I don't necessarily, you know, believe this is some lost civilization that was more advanced than we can ever dream of. I mean, there are, you know, what about the Egyptians? You know, they were doing some pretty amazing shit that we just can't... We can duplicate it, but it's like, how did they do it? We have all this modern machinery. Um... But anyways, it's just fascinating to think about. So go check that out. That's my recommendation. And that's going to do it for me for tonight. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. Episode number 175, Drink Until You Podcast. The only podcast that lasts until the last drop. What does that mean? It means we got to drink all our drink before I hit the stop button. So let me pause real quick because I do have a lot of this left. And uh, I'm going to down it real quick. So give me one sec. All right, guys. I will talk to you next week. Be safe. Have a great Memorial Day weekend. Don't drink and drive. Get an Uber. Get a Lyft. I'll talk to you guys next week. Mavs are losing right now. 68 to 45. It's not looking good. Uh, Series may be tied 2-2 to soon, so we'll see. Uh, Anyways, be safe out there, guys. Bye.